Hello friends, thanks for tuning in. This is going to be a bit of a life update, not sure where I'm going to ramble, so forewarned, I'm a little tired. Um, it has been a very interesting summer, um, and I'm going to preface this by saying I asked my uh, nursery volunteer coordinator if she would schedule me only to January through March. And I'm very, very glad that I asked her to do that because I have, it feels like I've been on the go since March. So um, in March, I visited my cousin and got to see her graduate for her um, graduate graduate school. So that was wonderful. Um, and then it was either April or May. I think it was, maybe it was May. I don't remember. That's how long ago it was. Um, so then in April or May, I visited my mom and we were on a trip together and that was really intense um, work, but a lot of fun. Um, and then I've been home for all of June and um, the end of June, I found out that my grandma had taken a bit of a fall. Now the family that is uh, living near her had a lot going on all the time and I knew that um, they needed backup so I pretty much dropped everything and drove out to help them and stayed with my grandmother for three weeks so that was um, in some ways that was restful and in other ways it was emotionally draining um, it's the longest Ben and I have been apart since we got married, three weeks. Um, and I feel like we're still feeling it. Like, Anyway, so I got back late July. I was here for two weeks. It took me, it took me, you know, a few days to feel like myself again. And then I had a week that was kind of normal and I hung out with my friends here. And then I had a, like a couple days and I packed up and I, um, went to visit my parents in upstate New York. And I was there for a week and I just got back a couple days ago. So all in all, I've spent about six weeks away from Ben, away from home um, within the past few months. And um, there's kind of a very weird feeling of, okay, I need to go back to normal now and settle in and settle in back at home. Um, but there's all this, all this very weird feeling of, you know, I need to redefine my own normal um, and set higher standards, standards for myself. And so um, both as a housewife and as a creative. So as a housewife, I need to get better at cooking. I need to get better at meal planning. So that's something I'm trying to work on. And today's contribution was doing dishes and um, I really need to organize the fridge. That is what I shall do this afternoon after this podcast. Yes. Um, but I've also, we've got um, a Trello board. Trello is an organization app. Basically you create boards and then on the boards you have lists and on the lists you have cards and then you can open the cards and you can have smaller notes or checklists or items underneath that. So Trello is basically an organization app and um, 
It's really good for team collaboration and you use it however you want. We love it. It lives on my shortcut bar on my phone. Uh, the shortcut bar on my phone is essentially uh, Trello. Um, there's a digital art app called Paper, then the Google Keep app, and then my text messaging app. So that is, uh, that is how important Trello is to me. So um, I've restructured Trello a little bit to keep track of, you know, what do we have in the freezer, what do we have in the fridge, because I tend to forget what I have in the freezer and Ben doesn't like to look. So between the two of us, we need a, a record outside of the actual cold black box. Um, so I'm gonna work on that this afternoon and that's my contribution to, okay, let's, let's make a new system so I can be a better housewife. Um, my least favorite part of traveling is unpacking at the end. I love packing. I love having all my clothes neatly folded together and organized. But the problem with coming back from a trip home is that I have, I have uh, childhood photos that I need to scan. I've got memorabilia that doesn't have a home to live and we're in an 865 square foot apartment, so I really don't have that much storage space. So I'm a bit uh, intimidated about where to, to where those things can live. Um, so that's another one of my, okay, if I'm gonna love Ben by keeping house, I'm going to unpack my suitcases so they're not cluttering up the entryway. Um, so that's my homemaking goal for myself this afternoon. And then um, my personal goal for myself, um, more functionally and creatively, is, um, well, I'm starting to go to ballet again on Monday nights, so that's good. And then um, I did an hour of yoga this morning, and I did 40 minutes of the same video yesterday morning, and I'm going to keep... I'm going to keep repeating this particular, um, this particular uh, video until I feel more comfortable with it and then I'll switch it up and I'll do another video for, you know, a few days or whatever. And I, I kind of like to do that for a couple reasons because I get comfortable with the flow of the, of the practice and I spend less time worrying about what's coming next and I spend more time able to focus on... Um, you know, getting the most out of the stretching, getting the most out of the posture and really fine-tuning my form in that, you know, position, whatever it is. And this is like what, it's a warrior two and peaceful warriors, what this one works on. So, um, and then there's a lot of downward dog and plank position. So I'm really, I'm working my arms, which is really important. And I'm working my core and my legs and I'm trying to strengthen my legs and my knees so I can get back to ballet. And Monday ballet class won't be so traumatizing and I can point my, point my foot and straighten my knee properly and I won't be at risk of hobbling out of the studio afterwards. Um, oh my. The other thing I'm working on is getting back into my watercolor. So I have some pretty ambitious goals for myself the next few months, and I know if I'm gonna conquer those, I just need to start showing up in front of the paper with my brush and starting putting paint on the paper regularly. And if I do that consistently, um, 
then I will accomplish, you know, the, the projects and I will, um, I'll be, I'll be proud of myself at the end of it. And, um, one of the things that, one of the things that God kind of, I don't know how to introduce this. I don't know how to make this segue. So we're just, I'm just going to tell the story. So right before I went and visited my childhood home, I was, I was still at my Alabama home and I went on a bike ride and, um, sometimes God will take me places physically and then he'll, he'll give me a spiritual, um, instruction. And so I, I'd gotten off my bike and I was adventuring a little bit and I was trying to go down some stairs and the stairs were steep and angled, um, because of the way that the ground underneath had, um, dislodged. It was a bit precarious, but it was still safe. Don't worry. Um, Anyways, so I realized that the safest way for me to go down these stairs was for me to turn my body face backwards and go backwards on my, kind of my feet and my hands. Um, and it was at that moment that the Holy Spirit just kind of impressed upon me. Sometimes you have to look backwards to go forwards. And while I was in... Um, in New York at my childhood home, it really gave me an opportunity to look backwards. I mean, I went through my childhood drawings that I, I hadn't seen since, (laughs) since I, since when I drew them. So, um, all the way back to when I was five years old and I'm 32 now. So, um, my goodness, I've been doing this podcast for a while. This is crazy. Um, but I'm 32 now, and, you know, going back to when I was five, it's like, what, 27 years? Oh, my gosh. Anyways, so, um, one of the things you may not know about me is that I grew up as Megan. And... I got to my young adult season of life and I really started to feel like I want to go by Meg. I want to go by Meg. And so when I, when I got on the internet, I went by Meg. I always went by Meg on the internet, but in real life, I still had trouble and I introduced myself as Megan. Well, I have five-year-old drawings and this is in, and I signed my name Meg. And one of the fun things about growing up is that your handwriting changes. So right now my handwriting is very fluid and it's almost sloppy. Um, if I'm really tired, you know, the, the get it down on paper has gotten me to the point where I just don't care what it looks like sometimes. Um, but when I focus, I can make a very pretty cursive. Um, and in my teen years, my cursive was pretty, but it was very, very structured. And before that, um, you know, I learned to write my letters, you know, smooth enough. And then before that, I had this block print. 
and it was very wobbly. And so to see, to see my name written as Meg in wobbly block print was just one of the most validating things I, I have ever seen because I had no idea that, that going by Meg was something I wanted when I was five. You know, and there is, there's definitely truth to the concept that, you know, who you are as a child is, is really the truest form of your personality. And, um, so that was very affirming and very rewarding. Um, you know, getting to see some of the projects I did when I was eight, nine, ten, you know, and looking back, I did, I did this, I did a, I did a little newsletter when I was eight or nine, and I called it the Mega Times. Um, and I, I had all these different sections to it, and I wrote out these little stories, and I would illustrate them, and then I would make copies, and I would send them to people back in the day when you didn't have email and you had to use postage stamps. I know, it's a, it's a thing. It's very weird, but it, that's, that's how we did it back in the 90s. <laughs> um, early 90s anyways, before email was prevalent. I got my first email address in like 2004. Anyways. Um, and so, to look back at those little newsletters that I did at, you know, age eight. And I actually had a, a learning fair poster board project and I unfolded that and I looked at it and I just burst into tears because, um, and I, I told my parents when they both came up, I said, I am who I'm meant to be. I am still writing stories and drawing pictures to illustrate. And younger me would be so proud of who I am now. And I remember being, I'm tearing up. I remember being uh, young. And just hoping, you know, I hope when I'm in my 20s that I'm a certain kind of person. And I didn't, I didn't have words to articulate the kind of person I wanted to be. Um, but I knew that God had given me many talents. And I knew that I wanted to be responsible with them. I knew that I wanted to be um, skillful. Um, I knew that he had called me to ballet, and if you've heard my testimony, it's the first podcast um, that I that I have up. You know, why does God heal slowly? That's my testimony. You know, I knew that that I was called to ballet, and that was going to prepare me to to do other things as well. Um, and now I'm 32. And I'm actually doing them. And so I, I'm two days back at home from this very powerful visit and reflection. Um, and I am realizing how much I want to make my younger self proud of me. Um, because in a sense, she knew more than anyone else what I was capable of.
I mean, I drew a portrait of my brother that looks like him. And someone who never met my brother was able to look at a photograph and look at that portrait. And now, granted, the, the picture, the photograph was straight on and the portrait was profile. And this friend of mine who had never met my brother looked at that picture and that portrait and she said, that's that brother. And yes, it was. So I know, I knew then the skill that I had at drawing. Um, and I'm going to share the vlog that I made while I was there. And I knew then the skill that I had, you know, cutting up cardboard and designing a little chair for my doll, Betsy. And um, when that vlog comes out, you can see the actual chair. And I was just so proud of that design. And that's one of the things I, I brought home with me. And I, I don't know where to store it. Um, but that's also one of the things I'm most proud of that I, I remember designing that I was just very proud of. Um, so there is just this there is just this deep um, motivation to create with both quality and quantity in a way where my younger self would be proud of me. And so, um, it's very motivating. It's a little bit intimidating um, because there are still things on my do list that just intimidate and overwhelm me. I mean, I have to figure out the, the shipping for my art shop at storeenv.com. Now, my husband's going to help me with it, but I, I have to get all the products set up and that sort of thing. Excuse me. Um, I've got technical details that are, you know, there's just everybody has life. We all have those life things of like, this isn't fun. This isn't interesting. But it needs to be done, and I will thank myself later if I do this now. So, um, I'm looking at those tasks on my do list, and I'm kind of gritting my teeth and clenching my fists and trying to get myself um, mentally prepared to take them on. Um, so, I think what this means is that I need to uh, clean out the fridge. <laughs> That's what this means. Um, so anyways, thank you so much for listening to this life update. I hope that was interesting. Um, but yeah, looking backwards to go forwards is kind of the, the new summary statement for where I'm at. And I don't know what this next season holds, but um, I just want to love God and I want to love people and... I want wisdom to do that well, so please, please be praying for me in that, if you could. My name is Meg. I love my Jesus, and I believe in living inside out. Now it's your turn. Go live it.